Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. We're your hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Chase, and we have with us in the studio today Ryan Weaver. Ryan Weaver is the lead pastor at a church out in Wabash, Indiana, but he also served at YFC for eight years. So we're excited to have him on with us today. We're going to be sharing about boundaries. This is part one of our boundaries series, just about how they've impacted his life and uh, some areas to consider when setting boundaries in your ministry. Here we go. Get up. Ryan, it's great to have you with us again here in in our YFC office. Uh, Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, it's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, So currently I'm serving as the lead pastor at a church in Wabash, Indiana, called the Church of Christ at Treaty. And as you mentioned, I did serve here at YFC in the Carroll community from 2008 to 2016. And honestly, that was a really incredible time of learning and growth, um, just doing ministry Uh, with Youth for Christ, and I'm forever grateful for that. But I have a real huge passion for lost people. In fact, I I like lost people more than I like found people in a lot of ways. Um, (laughs) I just feel like you get the real person, and you get to have real conversations and and dive into the mess with people. So I'm excited to be on here today with you guys. So uh, thanks for having me on. Well, Ryan, it is good to have you back. Um, We want to talk today a little bit about boundaries, and I when I first stepped into ministry, that's not something that I often thought about is setting boundaries for myself because um, I wanted to reach as many people as I could, be there for as many people as I could, call me anytime. My door's always open. You know, I'd say stuff like that. Um, and I wasn't really thinking about kind of the effects of that or the ramifications of that. Um, so for you, I know for me, there was a moment, maybe several moments that I was thinking like, oh, I've got to get this under wraps. My phone is going crazy. People are always showing up at my apartment. Um, So for you, was there a moment that uh, you began to recognize the need and the value of boundaries in your life and in your ministry? Yeah, that's a great question. I think one of the great detriments in ministry is just we have this, uh, we feel good about it, but we have this idea that, that God needs us to accomplish what he wants to do. We also Mm. often think higher of ourselves than we really even should. Um, The truth, I believe, is that God's going to get done what he wants to get done with or without me. Um, The health of the leader is extremely important, and boundaries are extremely important. And for me, it was 2012, and I would say, I agree with you, you always want to have your phone on, you want to be everywhere, you want to be at every high school event, um, you want to reach every kid possible, and that's a noble cause, and we really want to do that, and there's nothing wrong with that innately. The problem is for me in 2012, it was a Saturday morning. And my wife asked me if I had taken the trash out. It was literally that simple. And I literally snapped. Like mm. I can, I'll remember this day for the rest of my life. Um, I just became a mess and it wasn't, had nothing to do with whether I took the trash out or not. What I learned was that my vitality and my health, I was giving out of this empty bucket of my own personal health. I had nothing. So physically I was drained. Emotionally I was drained. Spiritually I was drained. I was just, was tearing out pages of the Bible, giving them to everybody else. And I wasn't taking care of myself. And that day I actually had to call a mentor of mine who drove an hour to come visit me and talk with my family. And I began this journey, um, got some counseling, spent a lot of time with people that I trusted and realizing that um, boundaries were going to be necessary for me to have a healthy marriage, a healthy walk with Jesus. Um, actually, just to be able to be a great minister, I was going to have to establish 
some serious direct boundaries um, because I believe that the health of the ministry is directly connected to the health of the leader. Well, I really like what you said at the beginning that, um, you know, you said you, we think of ourselves as more important than maybe we really are. Um, and I heard a quote once that said that the, the role of Savior is already taken. Um, you know, Jesus already did that. And so we, like you said, I think a lot of times we take it upon ourselves. like I have to save these kids. Um, but if we're not in a healthy place, we can't really do anything good for them. So I really like that. But I think, like you said, healthy boundaries um, are A, good for us, good for the leader. But I think also um, they can benefit the people we serve, um, which seems a little bit counterintuitive, but maybe explain just a little bit about how that can work. Yeah, I mean, and depending on the context of what ministry, whether you're dealing with youth or adults, you know, whatever your your capacity is that you're doing ministry, for one, they need to see it modeled. Um, we don't model boundaries in our country well at all. We tend to say yes to everything. We think we're the best at everything, and we have the information. If we don't share it, it'll never get shared, and it's a growing process. I mean, I remember being 19 years old, 20 years old, thinking that one day I would be a youth minister at a mega church, and like that was the dream. You know, it's I'm going to start here, and then I'm going to go here, and then I'm going to go here, and now I'm in a, a country church leading a, a decent-sized church, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Mm. And honestly, that's largely because I'm healthy, and I'm seeing that building teams and empowering other people to lead actually has a greater impact than me trying to do everything. Mm. And so not only is it better for the people we serve for them to see the boundaries modeled, it actually opens up a door to empowering more people to lead, to find their gift sets and use their gifts for the glory of Jesus and for his kingdom. And we can have more of an exponential, I'm sorry, an exponential impact on God's kingdom if we just let him uh, use us in a healthy way. Wow. I agree. That's that's super good. I like the the idea of modeling it for for students and the you know the people we serve too because I think um, you know we talk about you know kids want boundaries. They don't say they want boundaries, uh, but when we're working with them and that you communicate to them that you can call me at all hours two two o'clock in the morning. Why wouldn't they call you at two o'clock in the morning if they're thinking about something? Yeah, they're right? still awake and yeah. they're flipping through their phone yeah. anyway. Oh, so. Ryan said I could call him or I could text him or whatever any time of the day. And so not only are you losing sleep now and you're not being healthy because you're not resting, they're learning like he's accessible to me anytime I want. Right. And so I, I think there's something in that, too, that uh, they learn, like there are some boundaries there's schedules. There's there's those kinds of things, too, um, that I think are healthy for for them as well. Yeah. And I think it originated from we wanted to show we wanted to literally be the incarnate picture of Jesus for people, yeah. which is a great idea. Like we want them to see Jesus in the way we live. So we want to say, like, well, God's always present. He's always available. Yeah. Mm. So am I. But the truth is Jesus withdrew and prayed. Jesus found rest. Jesus took naps. Jesus said, I you guys more stay like here. Jesus. Yeah, stay here. I'm going to go over there for a little bit. Right. Yeah, good. Um, so as we, as we think about boundaries, I think there's probably some key areas that leaders should consider maybe establishing some boundaries. Um, you know, we talk about time and family and maybe even technology and things like that. So what are some key areas that maybe you would suggest leaders consider if they don't already, setting some boundaries in their lives. Yeah, I think this list is huge. You could probably do a whole series of podcasts on different boundaries. For me, I think there's four key boundaries that I've found 
as being the most effective. If I can zone in on these four, I find that lots of other things in my life are healthy. And those are how I balance my time, uh, the boundary of time, the boundary of activity, like what I choose to do, what activities I say yes to, what I say no to. Um, Also the boundary in relationships and um, the boundary of speech and the way that I talk. Those four things I've found uh, personally and in ministry impact so many other things and the success and health of the ministry that I'm leading. Ryan, those are really good. I want to unpack those more later, but for now, can you share, like, are there any resources that you've found that are useful to you as you think through how to set boundaries in those four areas? Yeah. I mean, I want to give a shameless plug for this podcast. Obviously I worked with Youth for Christ, but what these guys are doing is on the grounds ministry in different contexts all over the country these people know what they're doing. They've studied it. They've researched it. So I would obviously say, just share this podcast with ministry leaders. It's not just great for, I mean, I'm in a church context, right? If you're in a business context, these things still work. The same things work. We're designed by God all the same way. Doing business, doing ministry, doing direct ministry, doing counseling, all have a lot of the same truths and practices. So definitely be tuned into podcasts. And I'll be honest, there's not a lot of great leadership ministry podcasts. So, so you're driving down the road, check it out. Um, obviously, Henry Cloud uh, wrote a book with Townsend called Boundaries. It seems ridiculous to promote that book because it's so popular, mm-hmm. but it's amazing. That book is timeless. Like in 25 years, yeah. people are going to be buying and quoting and reading that book. It's unbelievable. It's a There's an addition for kids. There's an addition for boundaries in marriage, boundaries in Chick-fil-A. I mean, I don't know. There's probably... <laughs> there's a Chick-fil-A one. Yeah. They are, they've mastered yeah. boundaries. They should have they one have. for Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because but even Chick-fil-A has boundaries. They're not open on Sundays. They have boundaries. That is so... They do. So they just true. need to write a book for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably the best book I've ever read, and maybe you've read this book, is called Choosing to Cheat by Andy Stanley. Mm. Brian, you touched on this earlier in the podcast, but we're all going to say no to something. Where they're going to say no to our kid's birthday party or no to someone's soccer game, you're going to cheat. You only have 24 hours, and so in order to be effective, you have to say no and cheat on things. So you're either going to cheat your wife, you're going to cheat your family, your job, your career, your hobby. Something has to give in order for you to make the most of your time. And Andy Stanley does an incredible job of basically declaring, like, I'm not going to sacrifice my family at the altar of ministry. Mm. And I'm not, and that's where I've gotten a lot of that attitude of like, God's going to get this done whether I do it or not. Yeah. So I would highly recommend going out and picking up Choosing to Cheat by Andy Stanley. That's really good. Thanks for listening this week to the Ministry Leader Podcast. Next week, we pick up with part two of the conversation we just started with Ryan Weaver as he unpacks these four key areas of our lives that we should consider setting boundaries in. Check it out next week. I mean, you guys know writing a text apology to your wife is a horrible idea. (laughs) If you didn't know that, now you do. You're welcome.